Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. On the next episode of Expeditiously. Please, everybody, welcome Mr. Tyler Perry. What's up? What's, What's going up, on, bro? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And, and your meteoric rise, man, to success. Uh, has not come without some level of criticism. Some? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you're being polite. Tyler Perry on the next episode of Expeditiously with T.I. My sacrifice comes on the end because it's part of my catalog. Okay. So that's where my value is. It's not, I'm not making the money up front. It's in the long game, right? right? So if you're going in, you're looking for the bag, then great. You go buy your Bentley, your Rolls Royce, great. That's all. It's over with. That's wonderful. You had it, but, but then what you've done is signed it all away. Right. They own you. And they're never going to give you an opportunity to be in that position. Again. Don't miss the next episode of Expeditiously with special guest Tyler Perry. The episode drops Thursday, March 19th. Expeditiously with T.I. Now available on Spotify, the podcast one app, the Apple Podcast. Is Medea really dead? That's it, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Mansion, this is Dan Patrick. Uh, made it to a Wednesday. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board for as long as you can stay. Gang's all here. McLovin joining us via remote, via Skype from his apartment in Brooklyn. So he's at home with his daughters. Fritzy's here. Seton's here. Paulie and yours truly. And our cast of thousands behind the scenes making this work. St. Patty's Day 2020 will be remembered for a lot of things. First holiday during the coronavirus outbreak in America. And it was also the day that Tom Brady decided to leave the New England Patriots. In other words, it was the worst St. Patrick's Day in Boston history. And up until this point, it had been a pretty charmed run for local sports there. If you're a teenager in New England, you know nothing about heartbreak. All you know is championship parades. And I'm not sure how in love Boston was with the Patriots before Brady got there. They got to a couple of Super Bowls without him. They got roughed up by the Bears in 85. They got roughed up by the Packers in 96. And then everything changed in 2001. When Drew Bledsoe got hurt, Brady took over, and the rest is NFL history. Now he's under center for Tampa Bay, and it's going to be an odd look, not only in Tampa, but an odd look in New England without Tommy. Hope the uh, next holiday will be a little bit brighter in New England. You start to look at this marriage, and you look at the weapons they have. The big concern I have with Tampa Bay, and I said even if Brady didn't go there, they were going to make the playoffs this year. I thought that strongly about who they were at the end of the season. The defense is really good, and you have weapons there. The offensive line is a big question mark, and an even bigger question mark with a soon-to-be 43-year-old quarterback. Jameis Winston held this team back. Now, he could give it, and he could take it away. But you have a guy coming in who, in the last four years, hasn't had as many interceptions as Jameis Winston had last year. Brady's had 29 interceptions combined over the last four years Jameis Winston threw 430 so one more than Brady had had in his previous four seasons combined Brady's never thrown more than 14 interceptions in a season Jameis threw 30 this past season you got Bruce Arians there and I find it maybe it's just coincidental you get a coach with a personality completely opposite of the coach that he had in New England now that can be a good thing and it could be a bad thing uh, Belichick, bottom line guy, no nonsense guy, Bruce Arians, kind of guy who probably share a beer with you after a game. 
But you've got a guy who enjoys, likes, appreciates quarterbacks, and Bruce Arians has been around some of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the sport. And now you bring in Tom Brady. Brady surprised a lot of people, certainly myself. I thought he would go back to New England. Even if you don't like the guy, you still know it's the best place for you to be. And that was the thought that I had. That it, And maybe he just said, I want to have fun. If I'm going to play one or two or three more years, I'd like to have fun. I've already cemented my legacy. I'm the greatest quarterback of all time. You can't take that away from me. I can have fun with this team. I got weapons there. I got a coach who will make this fun. And Brady, of course, will bring his you know serious competitive nature to Tampa. But I think I think Tampa makes a whole lot of sense. I, I now I'm finding out that Brady did not want to be on the West Coast. Now we're find, we'll find out a lot after the fact here. You know, Robert Kraft is trying to get his story correct of. Tom came over, and I thought Tom was going to say, let's work on a deal, and then he came over to say goodbye. I think Tom realized there was no good deal there in New England, so why not go to a place that's going to appreciate me? That's all. And maybe that's what this was all about. You know, maybe it's a lifestyle change in a variety of ways. And, you know, I had a friend, a source, who said last night, uh, didn't you see this coming? I go, maybe I didn't, I didn't want to see this coming. Like, maybe I just thought I wanted great players to stay with the team that they've made great and vice versa. He said, well, you know, he put his house up for sale. His trainer put his house up for sale. He decided that, you know, he's got to, he wanted to make sure that he had control over his contract this year. I go, yeah, I know. He goes, you, you're the kind of driver who ignores the signs. And I said, yes, you're right. I was, I was on the 405, and I was not looking at the signs. I wasn't even looking at the police officer behind me with his uh, siren on and his lights flashing. But Brady goes to a Buccaneer, uh, as a Buccaneer, and if I told you in August, Andrew Luck would retire before the start of the season. Tom Brady would be a Buccaneer. Antonio Brown would be out of football completely. Philip Rivers would be a Colt. Teddy Bridgewater would replace Cam Newton. Joe Burrow would be the number one pick in the draft, and Lamar Jackson would be the NFL MVP. If you were looking at odds, I wouldn't have I, I could have seen Antonio Brown out of football. Andrew Luck, I did not see that because it felt like he had weathered the storm and he had a good team and a good offensive line. Brady a Buccaneer, I would have went, you've got to be kidding me. And Jeff Darlington, I apologize. You did remind me. Don't rule out Tampa when he was on with us, the uh, reporter for ESPN. He did say, when I said, Tampa Bay, and he goes, don't dismiss Tampa Bay. Teddy Bridgewater replacing Cam Newton. Uh, I could have seen that. Joe Burrow being the number one pick. Uh, he hadn't done enough where I thought he was going to be one of the two or three best quarterbacks in college football. Lamar Jackson being the NFL MVP was a shocker because – we, we knew that he was good, but we thought maybe it already reached his ceiling where the Colts shut him down in the playoffs the previous year. But all of those things actually happened. Here was another thing that came out. Teams interested in Brady, according to the Monday morning quarterback, were under the impression that Brady wanted to bring in Antonio Brown with him to his new team. That's according to Tom Pelissaro and uh, Ian Rappaport. I don't think there's any room for him in Tampa. And I know that he wants to take Antonio Brown under his wing. 
I think if you're Tom, why don't you just get there, enjoy the, the people you have. Don't bring in any drama. Don't need that. This is a team that hasn't gone. Tom always goes to the playoffs. The Buccaneers never go to the playoffs. I think Tom has gone 11 consecutive years, and Tampa hasn't gone in over a decade. But things are changing. Like, it's around 13 years, I think, for uh, Tampa Bay. And where is this year's Super Bowl being held? Tampa! <laughs> My Buccaneers! Come on, who's with me? Seaton, are you with me? Yeah. Heck yeah. Come I'm on. All in. Todd? Let's do it. All right, Paulie? If they change the uniforms back to the 70s, I'm in. All right, McLovin. Oh, I'm so in. Hometown Super Bowl. Let's do it. Okay. Super. Never had a hometown <laughs> Super Bowl. And here we go. Minnesota almost had that. But uh, what's the poll question you have, McLovin? Paulie had a great one. If you could have a choice between a Patriots, Buccaneers, Super Bowl, or any other Super Bowl, which would you take? So you could, like, you you run the NFL, Dan. You're Roger Goodell. You could pick the matchups for the good of the league, for the good of the fans. So I'm Roger Goodell? Yeah. Um, you I'm won't not be gonna, calling into this. I'm not going to be on the Dan Patrick show. That's the first thing I announce. Okay. Now what else you have? You could pick the Super Bowl matchup for next year. And I know it's hypothetical and there's a long way to go. Yeah. But if you could have Patriots versus the Buccaneers in next year's Super Bowl or any other matchup you choose, Chiefs versus Cowboys, that would be high end. What's more like? Who's more likely to get to the Super Bowl? Patriots or the Buccaneers, because Vegas has already said the Buccaneers have better odds than the Patriots do getting to the Super Bowl. And we don't know what plan B is for the Patriots at the quarterbacking position. Do they bring in Cam Newton? Do they bring in Jameis Winston? Do you go into battle with Jared Stidham? Like the Buccaneers, to me, should be considered a, a better favorite to go to the Super Bowl than the Patriots right now. And I, I know I'm overreacting because Brady's in town. It's people are underreacting to what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are all about. You got two good tight ends, two really good wide receivers, and you got the sack leader, and you've got a secondary that if it improves, now you have a legitimate defense there. The big concern will be that offensive line. And I'm sure that that's one of the first things Brady would be addressing with Bruce Arians. There's a report that Brady will be involved in personnel decisions, which he wasn't in New England. And <laughs> just to get his system in there will be interesting as well because Bruce Arians likes to throw the deep ball. If you look at the average pass per yard, uh, you've got almost nine yards per attempt for Jameis Winston. Now, granted, that was part of the problem with Jameis Winston is he wasn't accurate enough where he was going to be throwing nine yards down the field. Brady is around six yards per attempt. But there's a, a lot of time for that system to be installed. And if you're Bruce Arians, you'd be crazy not to adapt to Tom Brady's system than the other way around. This program brought to you by True Car. When you're buying a car, the process can be overwhelming. Now there's a better way with True Car. Go to True Car and build your car. Compare models by options from discovery to pricing to reviews. You get everything you need with the new True Car. All right, so that's one poll question. What else do you have, McLovin? Well, I want to run through uh, asking a team to a playoff team for the new quarterback, starting with the Bucs. It's, you said yesterday the Bucs are a playoff team even before, Tom. Yeah. Uh, if we put that poll out, would you ask, are the Bucs a Super Bowl team, or is that too far of a question? I think, well, I don't know if you want to ask if they're a, a playoff team. I mean, a contender. Are the Buccaneers okay. a contender? Same question for the Colts and the Panthers, too, yeah. like the new quarterbacks team. Are, are the Colts a playoff team, yes or no? Uh, yes, they are. 
But I, I still don't like this move. I don't understand this move with Philip Rivers. That they, they, they signed him for one year. I, I don't know how much of an upgrade this is. We'll talk to Chris Sims from uh, Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports. He'll join us coming up. I, I, don't, I don't get that. Is he that much better than Jacoby Brissett? And, you know, you already gave away your first-round pick to get DeForest Buckner. Like, you need, a, you need a wide receiver. And there are a lot of wide receivers in this year's draft there. But uh, that one was surprising. Panthers getting Teddy Bridgewater. I'm happy for Teddy. Uh, he's an upgrade over the quarterbacking uh, setup that they had because I don't know if Cam's healthy. That's it. And Cam, if there's a, you know, the game of quarterback musical chairs, Cam may not have a chair to sit in because he's the one we have a big question about. If you said the Chargers are bringing him in, okay. Bears are bringing him in, okay. You'd rather have somebody who was healthy and older than younger and injured. And Cam... I would love to see Cam push, uh, you know, be able to be involved in the process and push Mitchell Trubisky. I, I would love to see that. I don't know what the Chargers are doing. Like, my guess is you stay with Tyrod Taylor, and then you draft a quarterback there. And you're going to be able to get a, a pretty pretty good quarterback at, at that position, you know, in the draft. Yeah, McLovin. How can you be surprised by Philip Rivers? You told us a month ago Philip Rivers was going to Indianapolis. I'm surprised that the Colts were all in on Philip Rivers. I don't. Was there anybody else interested in Philip Rivers? Because I thought the only other team that was interested was ESPN to bring him in as Monday Night Football analyst. Now Tampa was also maybe if they didn't get Tom Brady, but I was told that it was going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Now that that's why once they knew where Tom was going. Then Teddy signed with Carolina. I think that I think they put everybody on hold, the Bears on hold and Carolina on hold, because everybody was waiting to see what happened with Brady. Yeah, Paul. I just looking at the draft just to see how this is all playing out because certain teams you now now Carolina does not need a quarterback anymore. They're not going to trade up. But the Chargers do and Miami do. Miami is five, Chargers are six. But can either of them just sit there and not jump up to three with Detroit? If I'm Detroit, I feel really good about getting a trade. Detroit's at three. Miami's at five. Chargers are at six. What's Washington do? Does Washington bring in Cam Newton? Because if you bring in Cam with Ron Rivera as your head coach, you reunite them. I feel bad for Cam if he ends up doing that, going to that franchise. But, you know, if you're Ron Rivera, he might go, man, I need a comfort blanket here. Let me let me have Cam Newton. But if I'm Washington, you really have to look at Tua Tonga-Bailoa, in my opinion, because you might have to just hit the reset button again. You're going to pass up on Chase, Chase Young, but or at least give the impression that you might be taking him. Yeah, McLovin. How can you send injury-prone quarterbacks to Washington? That is the last of the 32 teams that Cam or Tua should go to. They've, their health thing has always been an issue for five years. I'm now. saying I feel bad for Cam if he goes there. I do, but this might happen. Like, I'm... Just because I feel bad for somebody doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Yeah, Paulie. What we're Steve and I were talking about this after the show. We're talking about Cam Newton yesterday. Could you see him pulling a Rob Gronkowski and saying, "Hey, look, I'm 31. He's going to be 31 when this season starts. He's been injured a lot, similar to Gronkowski, even at the quarterback position. He is can walk into a TV job. I would think very good looking, very glib, very po- popular guy. The kids love him. My kids know who Cam Newton is. There's a guy who could shut it down now and say, "Look." I may call ESPN and get more money than I'm going to get from the Bears. Really, he may think he could get a better offer from ESPN than the Bears. But it's tough to walk away from that. 
Once you do. It's getting less tough because of what happened with Tony Romo. Yeah, but Romo couldn't play again. Yeah. He had a bad back. He wasn't going to be able to play at all. It, it seems like they're in a similar boat, though. If you look at it, a veteran who a lot of people thought were very good players in their early 30s who have a pile of injuries. Well, he's got a, his injured foot. You know, the shoulder, he had surgery on that. But, you know, Romo physically could not play. You know, he was not going to be able to come back with that back. Uh, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck got beat up. Um, you know, he's one of the more sacked quarterbacks there. I mean, the surprising element was that they finally fixed the offensive line and that he decided to walk away. But that's just sheer attrition of all the injuries that he suffered. But I, I couldn't see Cam Newton going, you know what, let me walk away and go into the broadcast booth. Not, not yet. There's that competitor in you that says, you know what, let me give it another shot here. And uh, so that's what I think that Cam's going to do. I just don't know who's going to take a chance on him. And right now, he would be a bargain if he's able to start and I think you're paying him $19 million? I mean, that's that's a – you've got an opportunity to buy low and sell high with Cam Newton. Yeah, McLovin. What about the Bears for Cam and Foles? What's the latest? It feels like a lot of names still being thrown out there. Well, if I'm Mitchell Trubisky, I hope that you uh, rented, not bought, because uh, they're, they're bringing in your replacement. Some If, if it's not now, it's going to be next year, unless he puts – up some incredible numbers. You're seeing these quarterbacks who get thrown in early. And it used to be that you got a couple of years to get seasoned and, and understand the, the pro lifestyle, you know, the speed of everything. Now you get thrown in, and it feels like you get thrown into a garbage disposal, spit out, and then we piece you together again, and then you get your second chance. And I think that'll happen with Jameis Winston. Marcus Mariota, that will happen with him. It might happen with Mitchell Trubisky. But we expect so much out of you, so young, and then you go in, and then when you fail, you end up losing your job. Whereas Jameis Winston, like Tua, if Tua, when he comes in, should sit a year just to make sure you're completely healthy. That won't happen. Joe Burrow is going to get thrown in to the Cincinnati Bengals situation. And he might think he's ready, but he's not going to be. Elway, Manning, you know, the long list there of guys who thought they were ready. Joe Montana didn't start right away. You know, Brady didn't start right away. There are a lot of Hall of Fame quarterbacks who weren't thrown in, and that's what's happened. I still think David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, is one of the most talented quarterbacks I ever saw. Thrown in right away with Houston and got sacked 60 times a year. Lost his confidence, lost the ability to really be an elite quarterback, and now he's an analyst. You know, it happens, and I think that you're seeing that with some of these quarterbacks. And Mitchell Trubisky is the latest one. They trade it up, and then you throw him in, and then you go, go get him, Tiger, and then you see what happens there. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. You can watch this program on youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Thank you for the response. It's been great. Uh, we're approaching uh, two and a half weeks that we've been doing this, and uh, the audience has been great with their responses. We appreciate that. Uh, we have the uh, Meat Madness Contest extended over the weekend. It starts on Monday. The winner will get a Traeger grill. Uh, thanks for your participation in that as well. Uh, we'll come up with a poll question. Chris Sims will join us next. Was this a good move by the Buccaneers to get Tom Brady? Was it a good move with the Colts, with Philip Rivers? And what other moves does he see happening next?
20 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, bet online your full access wagering solution. I noticed this. Um, Tom Brady has as many Super Bowl wins as the Buccaneers do playoff wins all time. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Let's bring in the uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer legend, Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host who joins us on the program. How long do you think it takes Brady to pass your career records with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Wow, offended. Yeah. Yeah. Gave me the silent treatment there. By the way, we're trying to do Wing Wednesday, and Paulie has a problem with Wing Wednesday. I, I love wings. I have a problem with alliteration. Alliteration is the uh, it's the crutch to creativity. Oh, it is in TV. And I used alliteration there. <laughs> yeah. Purpose. Yeah. ESPN will lean on alliteration a lot. Like Taco Tuesday. Why can't it be Taco Saturday? You know, I, I hate alliteration. I know. And your FM DJ and Two for Tuesday was the king of. Them. Yeah, Two for Tuesday, but. I, I'm so you'd rather not have wings than if I call it wing Wednesday. I, I, I could go that far. Well, but that's what's going to happen. So if, here. A, if a place is going to have a special on wings and they did it on Wednesdays, yeah. nobody would have a problem with that, right? All he does from alliteration. I hate the obvious. Be original and say have wing Monday. I think you're illiterate. It's possible because you don't like alliteration. I like that. Definitely possible. <laughs> Uh, Chris Sims, I believe, is with us after giving me the silent treatment with that hard-hitting question. How long do you think it takes for Tom Brady to surpass your records with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> yeah, not long. I mean, between him and Bruce Arians' offense and then the weapons he's got down there in Tampa, uh, I don't think it'll probably be week four somewhere <laughs> in there, something like that. Well, you yeah. had 12 career touchdown passes with the Buccaneers, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it might yeah, take him two I mean. months to get there. Maybe, maybe. I think you know they're going to throw the football, but yeah, I mean, I would definitely be worried about week four. You know, he throws you know three touchdowns a game early on. They come out on fire, but yeah, the, my record's definitely going to go down to Brady. That's for sure. All right, the big concern you have with this marriage with Brady and the Buccaneers is what? I I really only have one concern, and to me, you know, it's a little bit, and this is why I didn't know if it would work or happen in general, love the offense, Brady can still push the ball down the field, 
you know this, Dan. The one thing I have a concern with with Brady more than anything about his play right now is his just want to, his ability to stand in the pocket and take punishment. And, you know, let's say there's a 20-yard in cut, right, a 20-yard in cut or a five-yard underneath route. I thought he was very quick to get to the five-yard underneath route last year and didn't want to stand in there and make some of the harder throws and take the hit. That would be my only thing when I watch on film that is a concern for me with Tom Brady. And, you know, it's a little extra in this marriage because Bruce Arians is, he's one of the, hey, no risk it, no biscuit. You got to hold the ball all day here because I want to throw the ball 20, 30, 40, 50 yards downfield. And I think, you know, Brady's going to have to get used to uh, that style of play. But I think it's certainly possible. And, uh, you know, Arians is such a great way about him. Uh, I think he'll be able to push Brady in those ways, too, to get better at it. Do you think it's just a coincidence that he went to a, a coach who is the polar opposite of the coach he has been with the last 20 years? <laughs> you know, you know, I, I said that right away last night when it ha- or yesterday when we heard the news. I was like, well, everything he's not getting in New England, he'll get in Tampa. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a little bit of a coincidence. I think it's refreshing to him. So, no, yeah, I guess I'm saying no, it's not a coincidence. I think it's refreshing to him. I, I do. I'm sure he's talked to Bruce Arians. He's like, wow, man, this head coach is, like, talking to me like a normal human being, like we're equals. He's telling me jokes. You know, those are things Bill just doesn't cross the line there very often with his players. He's the general, and he, he continues to wear that general hat as long as you're on that team with him. So, no, I would think that was part of it, uh, you know, and, and just the, the, the support system around them with the receivers and the tight ends were, were probably all a big part. But they're going to roll the red carpet out there, Dan. I know people think, like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, oh, they can't sell out stadiums and all that. You know, that is an awesome fan base. I will stick up uh, for them to the day I die. They love their football. Now, not everybody might have enough money to go around and buy season tickets all the time, but they love the Bucks, and he's going to be treated like king in that town, that's for sure. Do you think the Patriots wanted him back? Um, I think they wanted him back only at a really almost disrespectful price probably somewhere in there. You know, the, the thing – I think that they probably could have offered Brady $20, $23 million if he told them early on, like, hey, I want to come back, let's do this. I thought when they franchise tagged Joe Thune, which I don't think they wanted to do, they were hoping to work out a long-term deal, and then they signed Devin McCourty. One of the first things I thought was, ooh, wow, that might take away some of their wiggle room here to throw some extra change at Brady. And uh, not that I know that, but that kind of seems what, what happened. It kind of seemed to all go downhill from that point on. And, yeah, I, I, I think they would have accepted him back, but I think they're certainly um, looking to the future and know, knew that this time had to come sooner or later, and, and Belichick is one to make these tough decisions and move on. All right, let's look at other uh, moves here. How much of an upgrade is Phillip Rivers for the Colts? Well, he's definitely an upgrade from Jacoby Brissett. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett fell apart the, the second half of the season last year. And something I've been saying on my pod and the show a lot is just, you know, I had been informed there was no way Jacoby Brissett was going to be the starting quarterback for the Colts. I've been saying that for about three or four weeks. So he is an upgrade. You know, he has a little history with Frank Reich. There's going to be familiarity with the offense. So he's going to hit the ground running. And, uh, yes, I think it, it, it'll give their whole organization confidence, the offense confidence. And, uh, yes, I do think Philip Rivers is better than Jacoby Brissett. Teddy Bridgewater to the Panthers. 
Well, that that I mean, I mean that was probably maybe one of the shockers of the day. The thing there, you know, and you probably know this, but you know, just connect the dots. I mean, Bridgewater's been in New Orleans. You know, the Sean Payton offense, Joe Brady, the new offensive coordinator with Carolina, he was in New Orleans. You know, he's probably heard a lot of good things about Teddy Bridgewater too. So, you know, there's a guy that hey, we can start off our new era, the Matt Rule era, the rebuilding of that team with a quarterback who understands the system, knows how to play football. And what I always say about Teddy Bridgewater, that's great, and especially a situation like this, he might not win you games, but he's not going to lose you games either. And, you know, some coaches like that. Best fit for Cam Newton is where? Gosh, I mean, that's what's really weird about this one. I mean, they kind of screwed over Cam Newton in this conversation here to, you know, to to unveil this right now where – a lot of, uh, you know, seats have been filled here as far as the quarterback is concerned. You know, I would have said Chargers. You know, that that to me would make sense. But I had somebody who I trust about two weeks ago tell me there's no way that will happen. Now, maybe they'll revisit it. Maybe they thought they had a chance at Brady at that time, and that's why they said that. I don't know. But that would make sense to me. Anthony Lynn wants to run the ball, play defense. He's an ex-running back, control the clock. Cam Newton can play that style of football, and he's not necessarily a rhythm passer where you always need to go, oh, we got to get Cam in rhythm. No, you can run the ball three plays in a row and then ask Cam to throw a a 20-yard in cut, and he'll be fine. That's kind of what he did in Carolina, so he's capable of that. That's the one that makes sense to me, but I don't know if that's a real possibility. Other than that, I mean, with the Chicago, I mean, the, the Panthers have no leverage here, so you know, Cam's not – his contract is, is up after this year, uh, and we know that they're moving on from him. So they're not going to be able to demand anything, you know, top market as far as a trade here. The Bears don't have a lot of picks, but would they flirt with them? I don't know. I thought maybe they would be more hot on Andy Dalton or Nick Foles uh, for, for that position. Chris Sims, not pro football. they're better than Cam Newton. Sorry. Sorry. Chris Sims, pro football talk live co-host, joining us on the program Explain to me Houston's side of the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, they have an inkling that DeAndre Hopkins is going to ask for more money, and they are not comfortable with paying him 20 or $22 million a year. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, the last two years, he's probably looking at things going, wait, wait, I'm outperforming Julio Jones and I'm making $10 million less than him a year? So he's got a real case there to be kind of pissed off about that. And I think Bill O'Brien just looked at that with the fact that, okay, I can't pay him, so we're probably going to have an issue here sometime in the future. They know they got to pay Deshaun Watson. David Johnson really fits what they want to do offensively. They obviously value or are not as scared about David Johnson as we all are. Yeah, there's some injury history. But David Johnson, I mean, when healthy, he's pretty damn special. He's like a receiver slash running back. He can do everything. He never has to come off the field. So he could be their power back, yet also be, you know, that's the New England system, be a James White, Deion Lewis type out of the backfield too. So I think they saw the value in that. And then, of course, they got a second-round pick. So, you know, I know at at face value it looks like people are saying Billy O'Brien got fleeced, but not if you don't think you can pay DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson both at the same time. And this is a move that had to be made, and I don't, I don't look at it that way. Yeah, I had heard the same thing about Hopkins. Uh, in fact, the uh, source I had put uh, PIA, said Hopkins is, uh, is PIA, and I went PIA, and he said pain in the ass, and <laughs> that he was going to want more money, and that, right. that he, he has overvalued 
himself with Houston and that Bill O'Brien is a short fuse. And uh, that's why this he was going to get traded somewhere in the offseason, sure. from what I was told. The question is where uh, the best team in the AFC East is. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the Buffalo. Yeah. 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 I am. Yep. Yeah. I, I like know. it. I like it. You know, I yeah. like it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, the defense is phenomenal. And even here in free agency, I mean, hey. The big trade at wide, you know, wide receiver to get stuff on Diggs. They really needed that. He really fits what they do on offense. And then, you know, just the, the other signings they got. Hey, Josh Norman was a good signing. Quinton Jefferson yesterday. Vernon Butler. Mario Addison. You know, they're not superstars, but they're guys where, you know me, I'm Johnny X's and O and watch football where I go, damn. I mean, that is, you're going to have some deep defensive line that's not going to have a drop-off between the first and second team, and they're going to be able to send waves at you. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give Buffalo the new crown in the AFC East right now. Very reluctant to say that with New England and Belichick, but I will say it for now. Uh, the logic here with the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, how is this going to end? I, I mean, I think it ultimately it has to end with them, you know, paying him what he wants. You know, I you know I I don't understand the last contract offer. You know, the guaranteed money and some of the things why they were less than than Carson Wentz just by a few million dollars. Like, you know, just throw it on there. Let them don't let them let them have that. Who cares? You know, but I think ultimately Dak Prescott. Again, am I going to sit here and tell you he's Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson? No, he's not in that class. But he's that next group down. You know, he's somewhere where you could argue he's between 6 and 11, maybe 12 on somebody's quarterback board, right? Plus, out of the fact, he is a phenomenal person, loved by the teammates, loved by the organization in general. He really acts and does and does all the other little things you want from a quarterback, too, which there's value to that off the field, too. So I just think ultimately that, that that'll, it'll get done and he'll get his money. Yeah, but here's my point. Who yeah. said that every quarterback, the next quarterback up, is going to make more than the previous quarterback? That's not the way it should work. I'm Dan. I've been banging this table for uh, for I, the owners have cornered themselves into this conversation. I don't know why they keep doing this either. Yes, you're right. If I was a GM, I would go. Wait, no, 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 no. You're not Aaron Rodgers, and you're not Russell Wilson. So they're the benchmark right now. And then when you start doing what they're doing, hey, then maybe we'll talk about paying you more. But I'm with you. I would not be playing this game. Same thing at receiver. Same thing at all these positions. Who said that just because you're the next guy up, you get paid more than Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald or whoever it may be? That, to me, is just insane. Nobody in defensive football should make as much money as Aaron Donald. And second is actually be Khalil Mack. And until somebody proves that they're better than them, then, hey, finally, we'll, we'll move on and give you more money. But I don't understand some of these guys who are clearly not their, the player or caliber. I'm, I'm with you is what I'm saying all the way. Your point is very valid. Should we bring back the creamsicle uniforms in Tampa? Oh, man. Tom would look good in those. I was always so pissed I didn't get to wear those, Dan. You know, <laughs> when I left town, when I left town, they broke them out. You know, the year they, they, they finally released me and I ended up going to the Tennessee Titans, they wore them that year. I was so heartbroken I didn't get to wear them. But, I mean, why not? Why not find another way to sell another, you know, 2 million Tom Brady number 12 jerseys? I mean, why not? <laughs> Chris, thanks for joining us.
You're the man. Tell everybody I said hi, Dan. That's Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host and uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer legend. A man who gave his spleen for the team. All right, we'll take a break here. Play of the Day is coming up next. Another stat of the day that has to do with Tom Brady. And what's the reaction in Boston? We'll check in with one of the great radio hosts up there, Glenn Ordway. Give us the temperature of how this is going over. And we got to ask who's getting the blame up there. Is it Tom because he didn't want to come back? Is it the Patriots? They didn't want him back. So that'll be coming up in about a half hour from now. Your phone calls are next after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Every year, millions of men across America dread spring cleaning, but I'm here to tell you there were a couple simple steps from Tommy John, the revolutionary underwear brand that's redefining comfort. There's a way to play this out to your advantage. Step one, spring clean your underwear drawer and toss out your old-fashioned ratty underwear. Step two, treat yourself and upgrade to a few pairs of Tommy John underwear in the softest, most breathable fabrics you've ever worn. Step three, when your fresh underwear is delivered, slip into them and experience the no-roll waistband for a perfect fit. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail. I am at the point where I can wear nothing but Tommy John underwear. True story. The underwear comes with a no-wedgie guarantee. That's important when you're a nerd like me. They've eliminated visible panty lines for women, and their quick draw fly has been proven to save men over 217 unfurling minutes a year. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash P-A-T-R-I-C-K for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at PodcastOne.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Oh my God! The play, the play, play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. The judge is going to come down and try and run his own onto that yellow rock and leave it right there. Hit about half a rock, probably. Yep, hard. Yep, hard. 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 Really got to go. Go ahead. Hard. A little tight out of hand here. Get the job done. Curling night in America, courtesy of NBC Sports. We needed some live sports, and we got it. A little cold as ice from Foreigner. Matt Hamilton, one of my favorites, involved with the action last night. Curling, play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Tacovas. These boots are handmade, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. Tacovas cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping, returns, exchanges, free and easy. Visit tacovas.com slash DP, Tacovas Western Goods, or New Frontiers. Well, was it worth it? When you look back on the Tom Brady story, from start to finish, we got a good payoff here. Because if he went back to New England, then we would probably all go, what a waste of time. But he goes to Tampa. Now we don't know what's going to happen with New England. Here's another thing to keep an eye on. Smart guy told me this last night. Belichick didn't have problems getting people to go to Foxborough, taking a discount, knowing you were going to play in the playoffs and probably playing for a Super Bowl. They were willing to take less money and, you know, probably tamp down their egos a little bit in exchange for an opportunity to chase a ring. 
now that you don't have Brady in there, are you going to get those veteran players who are going to go, you know what, let me follow Belichick here. And I would be surprised because if I'm a player thinking about joining the Patriots, I'd be, my first question is, well, who are, who's my quarterback? What are the chances we are, have here? You know, look at your skill position players. Edelman is going to be 34. Sony Michelle has injury problems. Nikhil Harry is yet to produce. You don't have a tight end. Other than that, your offensive line will be better than it was last year. But, you know, there's, there's some questions here. Because Belichick would get guys to play, and they would take less because they knew. You know, Chris Long, longtime lineman with the Rams. He went one year, one ring, and then said, I don't want to have fun. I, I got my ring. I got to get out of here. And he went to the Eagles and got another ring there. But I think that's something to keep an eye on. Update the poll results if you can, McLovin. Okay, are the Bucks contenders with Tom Brady? 52% say yes, so it's very close. Oh, come on. You got to join know. me here. Let's go. Get on the bandwagon here. The Buccaneers are making the playoffs. I guarantee it. Who wants to bet me? Anybody got the Patriots not making the playoffs? Who wants a piece of that? Any of you guys? Seton? Wait, you want a piece of that? I thought you were on the bandwagon with me. Wait, you said the Patriots not oh, making the playoffs? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, old habits die hard. The Buccaneers are making the playoffs. I'm in. Okay, you're in on that. Fritzy? The Bucks will make the playoffs. Okay. See, I tricked you. Now I'm going to bet you, Fritzy. Shower <laughs> shame. <laughs> nice. uh, Paulie went kicking and screaming. He doesn't want uh, alliteration Wednesday. It was wing Wednesday. I said, let's have wings today. Paulie goes, I don't like alliteration. But I love wings. <laughs> yes, yeah, The internet, by the way, is all over this as to why Paul doesn't like alliteration. alliteration and it's been right in front of us the whole time. Paulie Paps. Paul Paps. Yeah. Hates alliteration. No kidding. Would you change your name? Have you thought about changing your first name? Never have. Walter Pabst. Oh, well, that's different. If the Peyton family would bless it, sure. What, what if you went home and you said to your wife, honey, I want to change my first name. I don't like alliteration. Yeah, she, you know, she would not be that surprised. She's been through a lot. <laughs> that poor girl. I think that would be funny. Hey, Walt. I think we just start calling you Walter, <laughs> just for a little while. But I'm the opposite physically of Walter Payton. Like, I'm the polar opposite in every way. Physically. <laughs> Athletic ability. I mean, it's not even close. All right, Walter. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Do the Patriots make the playoffs? Who's the best team in the AFC East? Seems like Buffalo the is. Bills are, right? Right? Yeah. I think. The, the Dolphins? Miami's not that bad. I don't know what they do with that draft pick, but wait, McLovin just left this screen. Well, they, uh-oh. <laughs> if, if McLovin is troubleshooting our Skype, our, our feed here, there, wait, well, what are you doing there, McLovin? You guys dropped for a second, and I didn't want you to call me uh, and not be there. Uh, yeah, I did. Don't worry. I got everything technically uh, figured out here. Apparently, you're supposed to talk into a certain side of the mic. I figured that out yesterday. Uh, so I'm all good. Yeah, because yesterday, McLovin didn't sound good at all. And then I talked to the IT guy, Alan. I said, what's the deal? And he goes, he was talking into the wrong end of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we are professionals here. We are. We the are. wrong end. The wrong side. It wasn't like I was talking to the bottom of it. Well, kind of. Yeah, but it's okay. We're a work in progress. I've said that all along. 
I set up a, a studio, a, a remote studio, makeshift studio in my attic. So 13 years ago, we started in my attic. I come home yesterday and I said to my wife, I'm going to put the uh, studio, I'm going to have a makeshift studio. And she says, is everybody coming up? Like she was excited. She goes, is everybody coming over? I go, no, that's the reason in case we're on lockdown, I can do the show from home. And uh, so we got that set up. We might try that on Friday just to see how it looks and how it sounds. Just precautionary measures there. So I might be in the same boat with you, McLovin, speaking into the wrong side of the microphone there. All right, yeah. Uh, by the way, are you going to cook bacon for all of us if we come over? Yeah. Remember, my, my wife would do that when the kids were getting off to school, and then you guys would get there around 7 in the morning, and then you'd go upstairs and be like banana bread cooking in the oven, and she'd have bacon, and then she'd She'd tease you because you never bring any of that up. And I told her that. I said, you had that. Those guys were dying for that. She goes, I never I never knew that. So she made banana bread for you guys. All right. One hour in the books, two more to go. Your phone calls coming up. Got some Meet Friday songs to bring to your attention. We'll check in with Boston Sports Radio. How's this going over with Brady out the door? Who's getting the blame? Find out next, Dan Patrick Show. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary, and simply search for our shows to start listening. 